Kentucky basketball got out and ran in their 90-77 to victory over the Missouri Tigers. And to be honest with you, the way this one played out wasn't really surprising. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what's going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on into Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Daw, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we are going to be recapping Kentucky basketball's 90-77 to win over the Missouri Tigers. I think that we, in the preview episode nailed the outcome of this contest. Going to break down what we saw, the positives, the negatives, and then we'll look ahead to the next game. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. You can make every moment more, and right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You can visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Kentucky 90 Missouri 77. In our preview episode, we predicted Kentucky to win this game 91 to 75. Very close to the final score prediction. Unfortunately, no cigar for us here at Locked On Kentucky. The pacing of this game, I think, was a lot of fun. Missouri, so far this season, we noted about the Tigers that they have been uh, significantly slower than they were in their first season underneath Dennis Gates. And in this contest today, according to Ken Palm, it ties for the fastest game Missouri has played in so far this season. I think part of that had to do with the fact that Kentucky naturally just wants to play fast. But also, I think Missouri on offense sped things up in this game, really looked aggressive at different times, and I think it caught Kentucky's defense off guard a little bit, and Kentucky obviously, as they have at times this season, struggled with closeouts, struggled with switches, but they ended up closing out the uh, the final fourth of the game really, really strong. We'll get to that later on in the show, but the first thing I wanted to talk about here was the pacing of this game. It was fun. It was exciting. Kentucky not the most efficient on the day, but they ended up getting it done. So let's look back here for a second at what we talked about in the preview episode about Kentucky's offense, because I think we hit it uh, the nail on the head here. We looked at Missouri's defense and said that they are not particularly good. They are also the shortest team in the SEC, and when you go and watch them on tape, I said the Seton Hall game was a prime example of this, it looked like Missouri was a little sluggish on defense every now and then. And I said, I think Kentucky, their guards can take advantage of that and they can drive on these guys and they can finish at the rim and in the paint. And Kentucky did exactly that, not just with their guards, but also with Trey Mitchell, who we'll highlight here in a second. But Kentucky really took it at the uh, at the Missouri Tigers and took it at the rim at various points in this one. The Wildcats finished with 15 fast break points. And honestly, go and watch the highlights from this one as well. Uh, after uh, after uh, this uh, this show here, you'll notice that it feels like a lot more uh, than 15 fast break points, uh, but Kentucky got out and ran, and that's what we wanted to see in this one. That's what we thought would happen. I also said I don't know necessarily if Kentucky will have the best three-point shooting night, but I think that they will end up getting enough 
uh, out of their guards in this one uh, to get the job done. They ended up shooting 30.4% from beyond the arc. A subpar shooting night, especially from uh, considering Kentucky standards so far this year. Um, but again, Wildcats took it to the, to the hole and either scored or got fouled. Rob Dillingham finished with eight free throws. Antonio Reeves finished with eight as well. Trey Mitchell, a perfect six of six from the line. The Wildcats overall, 27 of 32 on the evening, 84.4% from the charity stripe. Those are the numbers that you are looking for there. Overall, I'm very pleased with the way that Kentucky attacked on offense. That's the way that we expected it to go. They went and found success. I said Kentucky would eclipse 90 in this one. They ended up doing that, or they ended up hitting 90, rather, I should say. But the man of the hour, man of the day for the Wildcats was not a guard, even though three different Wildcats, uh, three different guards finished in uh, double figures for UK. Trey Mitchell, 20 points, 6 of 11 from the floor. Again, perfect from the foul line, which is not something we've been able to say about Kentucky's bigs so far this season. 14 rebounds to go with those 20 points. He had three assists and two Blocks, he had finished with, a, uh, a, I think, a game-high plus-minus of 13. But the thing about Mitchell and his performance, he did not come out of the game. He played every single minute. 40 minutes tonight for the Cats in their 13-point win. Big time. Big time stepping up, playing well, Trey Mitchell. And you saw, I think, a little bit of a, an adjustment and I, part of it had to do with, with, again, the matchup. Missouri, not that big and physical outside of Connor Vanover, obviously. But Mitchell, when he was given the opportunity to score inside the paint, he would go into his post up, but he would get into the top of the paint, and he would do that. It, it, it flows so well. It's such a smooth move. That kind of like turnaround, uh, turnaround jumper, and it just looks so great whenever Trey Mitchell does that. Uh, whenever Trey Mitchell hits that move, and he hits it consistently. Again, 6 of 11 from the floor today. Really liked what Kentucky was doing with him on offense. If Missouri is going to give Kentucky those, those shots in the paint, you have to be able to make them. Sometimes Kentucky hasn't at, the, at times this season, but also whenever you get into a hot streak like this with somebody like Trey Mitchell, uh, you really do get to see uh, him shine in that area. Also, somebody else that played very well kind of in that paint area and was perfect from beyond the arc as well. Uh, Rob Dillingham finished with 23 points. That was a game high for either team. Six of seven from the floor, three of three from beyond the arc. Again, eight of 10 from the foul line. Also had two assists and two steals. Rob Dillingham kind of got that rhythm going there around the, the free throw line, around that high paint area. Knocked down a couple of solid jumpers. Knocked down all three of his outside shots. Aggressive Shots from Rob Dillingham, chaotic at times, but he was really, really good today. And he stepped up alongside DJ Wagner and Antonio Reeves. But Trey Mitchell, again, really impressive, mature. And I think that he has really shown out to be one of the strong presences on this team. One of the most valuable players. We were talking about this earlier in the season. His ability to distribute as well as grab rebounds and hit the outside shot. Coach Cal said Trey Mitchell's maturity and perspective helps him in a lot of areas, including how he handles me. He described what they had, a great back and forth, kind of hanging out, ribbing uh, each other, is what Kyle Tucker said on Twitter. He, uh, he also mentioned, Cal did, about how unselfish Mitchell is on a loaded team. Cal said, quote, he knows his role. And I think that that is excellent 
excellent positioning here from Trey Mitchell coming in after playing at a number of different schools, playing at UMass, Texas, West Virginia, kind of being a middleman on all of those uh, all of those squads at various points, obviously a more dominant figure uh, with the Minutemen. But on this team, Kentucky needed him. Kentucky really, really needed him this offseason. And he's proven to be a more valuable addition than we could have guessed, at least based off of his statistics. He's been somebody that has fit into the system perfectly. He's been a more consistent outside shooter, I think, this year than I would have expected. He's got vision. Again, he's got maturity. He's got experience. And like Cal said, he understands where he's at on this team. He'll get his shots. Like tonight, he led Kentucky with 11 shots. He'll get his touches. But he also understands that he's on a, on a team with so many different talented guards, including guys like Rob Dillingham, who again had 23 points tonight. DJ Wagner, who put up another very solid outing. Wagner's starting to string together some good games here, y'all. He is starting to really step up. For him and Dillingham to have played as well as they did, excellent. Mitchell knows where he's at, though. Let's talk about Wagner here for a second. 16 points, 5 of 8 from the floor, 1 of 2 from beyond the arc. Also had a rebound, 3 assists as well in 30 minutes of play. DJ Wagner, I think, really benefited at times from what we kind of saw coming in this game was the ability to kind of drive downhill, get to the bucket, and finish aggressively. Also, 5 of 7 from the foul line uh, on uh, on top of those other shooting statistics. He was able to get downhill, and he was able to either get fouled or finish through contact pretty consistently. I was impressed with DJ Wagner tonight. Tonight, Not the most, uh, I think, daunting test when it comes to the defense that UK faced, but he executed. He went out there against an SEC opponent, and he executed. Kentucky's offense, man, 90 points. To, sto- to score 90 points and to, to not look like overly uh, dominant collectively because of the defensive effort. Uh, It's just so impressive that they're able to continue to keep this offense rolling. Antonio Reeves, by the way, did not have a good day shooting the basketball, but it was perfect uh, from the foul line. Also had six rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Aaron Bradshaw, somebody else that stepped up in this game, had a couple of nice lobs, had, I think, a run out in transition. Ten points, five of nine from the floor, had six rebounds. He played well in this game. Uganda and Yenzo got a little bit of run in this one as well. Had nine minutes. Uh, did a couple of solid things for UK. Had one of their three blocks. Mitchell, by the way, with those two blocks. Uh, UK as a team had three blocks opposed to Missouri's six. And you may say, well, Lance, they're one of the smallest teams in the country. Why do they get more blocks? Well, it's because some of their taller guys there. Noah Car- uh, Carter, who had 20 points uh, for the for the Tigers. And then Connor Vanover, who uh, who had two blocks. The seven-foot-five uh, player there, journeyman formerly at Arkansas, Oral Roberts, and I think one other school. Uh, they got a couple of tall, really tall dudes that stand out among their relatively small roster as a whole that get some blocks. And as a team, I can actually pull this up for you guys real quick. They currently sit second in the country in block percentage, which is really, really weird considering the fact that they are, again, pretty dang short. And they don't grab a lot of offensive rebounds, but they do uh, swat a lot of shots, so... Uh, the Missouri Tigers, uh, I don't think uh, defensively they were a match for the Kentucky Wildcats tonight. Hats off to the well-rounded scoring effort into Trey Mitchell for leading the charge. Okay, I want to talk here about the defense a little bit. 
then just kind of look ahead to where Kentucky's going over these next couple of games because you got a big one, big time game uh, this weekend. Before I get into that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Jace Medical. I know that sometimes we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a second about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It can be pretty scary out there. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if one of my loved ones got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from getting life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, we'll all be okay with Jace Medical. The Jace case that they provide is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, and skin infections, among other things as well. This stuff could happen to any of us at any point. So you can visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. You can go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Again, jacemedical.com. Use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. All right, continuing along here on the Tuesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel or the podcast feed, wherever you are tuned in today, first of all, thank you so much for watching. Second of all, subscribe. It's going to be a really fun SEC slate. Two games into it here. It's been a lot of fun thus far. Huge win over Florida in the Swamp. If you want to go watch our recap episode, it's up on the YouTube and podcast feeds. And if you want to check out uh, our uh, our I guess, exciting uh, breakdowns of the North Carolina and Kansas games, some of the bigger uh, games so far uh, this season. You can also find those on the YouTube and the podcast feed as well, as well as every single game uh, that Kentucky has played thus far this season. But subscribe if you have not already. So Kentucky basketball, their offense uh, ended up shooting 50% from the floor as a whole, subpar three-point shooting night, but overall not terrible a great line, uh, night from the foul line. I thought Kentucky, who is normally not great at getting to the free throw line, I thought they could get to the charity stripe a little bit in this one. And they ended up knocking down their free throws. Again, props to tra- props to Trey Mitchell for going six of six. The offense as a whole, I think, played very well. They also out-rebounded uh, Missouri by a significant margin, which again, called that in the preview episode. But the defense did lack outside of nine minutes of this game. And we will get to that. Missouri ended up shooting 55% in that first half. 46% from three was six of 13 from beyond the arc. They really got out uh, got out, and got after it offensively in the first half. 42 points. Everybody was hitting on both ends of the floor. Some of them were open shots. Some of them were contested. It's just kind of what Kentucky's defense is, it feels like, at this point. Their defense, actually, in terms of adjusted efficiency, did not drop off at all on Kimpom, which I find interesting to note here. And I think I know the reason why. But there were three different players that really hurt UK offensively in this game for Mizzou. And then outside of that, they had nothing. And that's what we said. That's what we, that, that's what we said moving into this one. Outside of Sean East and maybe Tamar Bates... 
And then they've got one forward in Noah Carter who can't shoot the three, but can be effective and could be an interesting matchup in this one. They, they don't really have much, and they didn't. Sean Lewis, 19 points, 7 of 12 in this one, only took two threes, made one of them in 32 minutes. Uh, he offensively, he impresses me. He, he is a, He's a really good player, a really good player. They need more talent around him, um, but as a guard individually, very solid, just an efficient offensive player getting the job done uh, for Missouri. And then Noah Carter, 20 points, 6 of 12 from the floor, a surprising 3 of 7 from beyond the arc. That's uncharacteristic for him. Again, Kentucky struggling at times with switches and different things like that. It just is what it is. And then Tamar Bates, 6 of 12 from the floor, 2 of 6 from 3, had 18 points in this one, but also had a team high, actually a game high, four turnovers uh, there for the second best guard on the team, arguably, uh, in Tamar Bates. I believe formerly an Indiana player. Maybe wrong on that. I believe I heard something about that on the radio broadcast uh, earlier while I was listening to it while watching the uh, while watching the game. But Kentucky had that first half lapse broke down. They were on pace to score eighty four points, and in the second half, Missouri continued to kind of fight. And we also called that in this game. I said, I think Kentucky will eventually just pull away because they have more speed. They will be able to outlast and outrun these these Tigers. And Missouri kind of kept it at somewhere between like a six and like 11 point game for half of the second half. And then for about the final fourth of the contest, the final, I believe, 10 minutes and 40 seconds, 10 plus minutes, Kentucky for those final 10 minutes locked in on defense and did not give up a single field goal for those final 10 minutes. Missouri went Missouri went a fourth of this game without making a field goal. That does not include the dry spells that they had before that, which there weren't a ton, but the Tigers could not knock down a shot while the clock was running. They had to resort to the foul line. There were a lot of free throws taken between these two teams. Missouri took 22. Kentucky took 32. Collectively, uh, they were able to get to the charity stripe. I think a lot more between the two than I thought they would be. 15 of 16 in the second half were the Missouri Tigers. They ended up getting there, and they ended up keeping themselves in the game because of that. If they were slightly less efficient, and we can go and look at Missouri's numbers... They currently right now are one of the better free throw shooting teams in the country. If they were just slightly worse, slightly worse, Kentucky wins this game by 15 or more, and they end up building some more momentum and closing this one out stronger. Um, Maybe possibly you could see closer to a 20-point win here. Kentucky, I think, proved they were the better team on this day. Watch me somehow eat crow on this whenever these teams play in the SEC tournament and Kentucky loses somehow knock on wood, um, but Mizzou really shut down there, and Kentucky really stepped up, and I'm proud of that. I'm excited that they showed the ability to do that. Now, just keep teams off of the foul line. If you can do that a little bit better, gosh, you've got a chance to be even better than you are right now, because that defense it can be better. I think it can be better. I don't want to sit here and just say it is what it is like I did earlier. I don't want to sit here and just be content 
with what they are, which is a slightly above average SEC defense. I think this team can be more. And they're coming along. Right now they're learning. They're still the majority of this roster is still very young. They're growing up right now. And if you can pick up wins like this where your offense flows and your defense has some lapses but really clamp down for about 10 minutes or, or so, then it gives you hope for the future. And you got a big game right ahead of you in your future against the Texas A&M Aggies who gave Auburn fits tonight. They lost that game by 11, but that game was close. That was a dogfight. And Texas A&M is probably going to do a similar thing to Kentucky. It's going to be a dogfight in College Station this weekend. Can Kentucky pick up a win? We shall see. We shall see. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Dahl underscore. And you can follow the show on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, leave those in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And God bless.